Hey friends, and welcome to episode 83 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire women seeking better work, life, and balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick, and today's episode is short and sweet because I want you to listen, and then I challenge you to take immediate action on what you hear in today's episode. To cut to the chase, I challenge you to go have fun. Seriously, it's that simple. Or at least it seems that way, right? But here's the thing. If you're a business owner or a professional climbing your way up the ladder at work, or even if you're a busy stay-at-home mom, it's easy to get caught up in always having more work to do. There's always more that can be added to the to-do list. Just one more thing. And then all of a sudden, the day is over, or the weekend is over, or the season is over, and you look back and you realize that you didn't really have a whole lot of fun, that you had all of these ideas for things that you wanted to do, but you didn't actually do them. And now the window is closed because summer is over or the opportunity is just gone. So in this episode, I'm encouraging you to just go have some fun, but you know I'm not just going to tell you to go have fun without giving you some pointers for actually making it happen. So I'm sharing some fun ways that you can make fun happen for yourself, your friends, and your family as you're heading into the warm summer months since it's June as this episode is published. But really, this works any time of year. Fun is not summer exclusive. And as always, you can find the key points and all the details for today's episode over in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 83. Oh, and one more thing. You'll find out in this episode that sometimes having fun takes a little bit of looking ahead and planning in advance. If you listen in on this episode and your wheels start turning and you want to get into the groove of planning ahead each week... I'm here to coach you through it and help you make it happen with Get a Game Plan, three steps to design your winning week. Get a Game Plan is my proven three-step process for getting your priorities straight, designing an ideal week, and doing a weekly planning session. If you want to get your game plan and win your week before it starts and make sure that you're carving out time to just have fun, Head to abouttimepodcast.com forward slash game plan to get access to get a game plan for just $47. And if you haven't yet, I encourage you to click the subscribe button to be notified as soon as new episodes of It's About Time go live. And if you like what you hear, I'd be so grateful for your review. Your reviews play a huge role in helping others find It's About Time in the search results. And you might just get a shout out in a future episode like this one going out to Coach Caroline. Coach Caroline was so kind to leave a five-star rating and review in iTunes for It's About Time. Coach Caroline writes, a great listen for anyone who wants to spend their time on things that matter. I've stumbled upon Anna via the podcast of my business coach, Katie Wusso, and immediately checked out this podcast. And it certainly didn't disappoint. Quite to the contrary, I have binge listened to it ever since I found it. 
Anna provides a wealth of resources and hands-on advice, and I appreciate her effort to include more diverse podcast guests. Thank you, Anna. Well, Coach Caroline, I appreciate you for taking the time to write this review and share your feedback so much. I loved my conversation with Katie Wusso on her podcast, Game Changer, and I'm so glad that you found me and It's About Time through Katie. I can promise that I'll do my very best to keep sharing valuable tips and strategies and to seek out and share a variety of perspectives on work, life, and balance. It was this time last year that I realized that so many of my guests and therefore perspectives were from my own circle. So for the past year, I've worked with more intention to seek out and share a variety of voices from different backgrounds and walks of life. And if there's a woman that you'd like to hear from on It's About Time, send me an email, shoot me a DM on Instagram and tell me about her. I would love to connect and make it happen. So thank you again, Coach Caroline, for being a listener. It's an honor to have you. All right, it's about time we get started. So let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. All work and no play make Jack a doll boy and Jane a doll girl. I don't know about you, but all work and no play makes Anna, a sad, burned out, snappy, irritable, and exhausted girl. I'll never forget. Back in 2015, I was still working in crisis communication at a boutique PR firm in New Orleans. And all at once, each one of the clients in my crisis portfolio had, well, a crisis. Not one, but two universities I served were in a financial crisis, A local high-profile nonprofit was battling the media over embezzlement allegations. A restaurant was facing blowback over a crime that was committed on site months prior. Plus, I was in the middle of putting together my first strategic planning session for the communications team at a Fortune 100 company headquartered out of state. Early mornings, late nights, travel, not a lot of sleep and definitely not a lot of fun. I missed a friend's baby shower. I missed family dinners. I had to cancel plans. It was pretty terrible. For about two months, I worked what felt like just nonstop. And while I know that my situation in crisis PR is the extreme, I 100% know without a doubt that it's a way of life that I never want to return to. And I don't want that kind of life for you either. Having fun, whether it's playing pickup softball in the park with friends, taking your kids to the children's museum, playing fetch with your dog, or needle pointing a cheeky pillow, we need to have fun to replenish our spirits and reinvigorate our creativity. We need time away from work to have fun for the sake of having fun. 
because it's just plain good for us. And plus, what's the point of working super hard and making money if you're not also making a life? I believe it was Dolly Parton who said, never get so busy making a living that you forget to make a life. Let's make a life, y'all. So how do we make sure to make time for fun? Enter the bucket list. If you've never heard of a bucket list, it's a list of experiences or achievements that you'd like to have during your lifetime. You know, before you kick the bucket. Do you have a bucket list? Maybe you've got a super detailed list that lives in a Google Doc or a special journal. Or maybe your bucket list is just kind of floating around in your head. Or maybe you've never really thought about it. No matter which of those three categories you fall in, I want to give you space right here, right now, to ponder your answer to this question. When you're 80 years old, sipping sweet tea or a margarita or an iced coffee, whatever your favorite beverage is, when you're 80 years old, sipping sweet tea on your front porch, what do you want to look back on and remember? What stories do you want to tell your grandkids or your BFFs in the retirement community? Now, before you get overwhelmed thinking about a whole life's worth of things for your bucket list, we're going to break it down into some smaller, more manageable pieces. The great thing about a bucket list is that, sure, you can totally think big picture and create one for your whole life. And you can think short-term and create one for just a season, like a summer bucket list, for example, a list of everything you'd like to do this summer. Or you can make a themed bucket list, like a brunch bucket list, all the brunch spots you'd like to visit. Bottomless mimosas, optional. (laughs) It can really be anything. But in this episode, I'm going to encourage you and challenge you to create a bucket list of some sort. So how do we do this? First, decide what kind of bucket list you want to make. So let's say you're making a summer bucket list. Okay, y'all, so I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard, or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. In my new quiz, which you can take for free at AnnaDKornick.com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but you still feel like you have no time. And that's because you need time management strategies that work for your personality and your life. In my 10 plus years working in crisis communications and chaos management, 
In all the time I've spent with my clients, I've learned that everyone has their own needs. And knowing what those needs are can really help you discover the best approach to planning your days. Knowing yourself can help you ease up busy schedules and find more calm and clarity in your week. Do you want to know how to get there? To have more breathing room in your days? Let's figure out your time management personality type so you can uncover exactly what you need to do to feel more productive, less stressed, and more balanced. You can take the quiz at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, and I'll make sure to link to the quiz in our show notes. All right, on with the show. Your next step is to decide when you're going to make your bucket list and put it on your calendar. For example, if you've got kids, you can bring the discussion up over dinner and have a family brainstorming session. Just ask, you know, what are some things you guys want to do this summer? And then add it to the list. You don't have to make any promises. Just get their wheels turning. See what they come up with and work on it together. You could even crowdsource ideas among your friends next time you see them. So for my mom's 50th birthday party, I actually had her friends write down fun things that she could do in the next 50 years. It can be really fun to see what your friends come up with, and they might even have some ideas that you wouldn't have had for yourself. And you can get your significant other involved as well. On our honeymoon to Costa Rica, Scott and I actually used hotel stationery notepads to write down date night ideas that we could do whenever we got home. And we still have all of those notepad date night ideas, and they're one of my favorite souvenirs from our trip. Now, you don't have to go on a honeymoon to Costa Rica to write a date night bucket list, but promise me that you'll set aside some time specifically to make your list. And if you're thinking, well, where's the best place for my list to live? The answer is wherever you'll look at it regularly. You could post it on the wall, maybe on the fridge if it's a family list. You could keep it bookmarked in the pages of your journal or in a Google Doc that's bookmarked in your browser or in a Trello card that you can get to quickly. Or, you know, notepad pages from a Costa Rica resort work well too. We tucked ours in a big mason jar when we got home. The options are endless. Just go with what feels right to you. But promise me that you won't get hung up deciding where it will live and not follow through with making your list. So once you've made your list, here are two strategies to take your bucket list from idea to adventure. Strategy one, put some dates on the calendar. When I interned on Capitol Hill in the summer of 2007, one of the best pieces of advice that I got before the trip was to make a list of all the touristy things I wanted to do in DC and then decide in advance which weekends I would go to museums, monuments, and restaurants. Because even in a city like DC, it's easy to fall into the pattern of working during the week sleeping in on the weekends, going to the grocery, and just generally sitting around. I was told, your intern summer will be over before you know it, and you just can't cram everything in D.C. into one weekend. So that's what I did. I mapped out my super cool tourist activities in advance, saw everything I wanted to see, and lived happily ever after. So 
That's what we're going to do with our summer bucket list is put some dates on the calendar. Pull out your planner or pull up your Google calendar and start mapping out when you'll do a few of the things on your list. Definitely doesn't have to be everything, but you know, with a summer bucket list, for example, you've only got a few months to work with. So that means that you've got a few weekends here and there that you can use for bucket list adventures. Do you need to book travel? Do you need to buy tickets? Do you need to make a reservation or plan for childcare or board your pets? What can you do now to set yourself up for bucket list adventure success later? And if you're thinking, well, that sounds awfully boring. What about being spontaneous and living in the moment? So you can totally do that too. And that's where strategy number two comes in. Back in episode 60, I shared with you how I look ahead every week to plan for the weekend. Definitely go listen to that episode if you haven't yet, but here's a quick summary. On Thursday mornings, I have a reminder set to look ahead to the weekend and make some decisions. It's literally a block in my calendar called look ahead. It's so easy to get through the week and then make it to Saturday morning and look around and think, okay, what are we going to do today? You can accidentally waste half of the day before you even decide how you'll spend it. And if you're like us and have small kids that require a lot of prep just to get out the door, you've got a pretty small window before nap time that you can actually get out and go do things. So during my look ahead block, I ask myself, what do we want to do this weekend? So this is where you can pull up your bucket list. And then I'll ask myself, do I need to buy tickets or make reservations? Asking these questions in advance gives me a chance to make plans for fun on the weekend. And for those of you who still aren't quite on board with planning for fun in advance, I'd like to share this with you. So there are three different opportunities to enjoy and savor an experience. First is the anticipation before the experience. Then the experience itself in the moment. And finally, the reflection on the experience with your memories. The before, the during, and the after. The planning phase is your before. That's your anticipation where the excitement builds. Studies have shown that the anticipation phase before a vacation is actually the happiest part of the entire experience, even more so than the trip itself. The same goes for other types of experiences that might be on your bucket list. So don't cheat yourself out of that next level happiness by just winging it every single time. Okay, so there you have it. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to make a bucket list and then get out there and have some fun. To recap quickly, start by deciding what type of bucket list you'll make. Then decide when you'll make your list, whether that's brainstorming with family, with friends, or your significant other. Then put some dates on the calendar. Go ahead and plan in advance when you'll cross off some of the items on your bucket list. And finally, look ahead week by week and see if there's anything from your list that you'd like to do the weekend ahead. 
don't miss out on that anticipation phase leading up to doing the adventure. It's a key part of the experience. Remember the before, the during, and the after. I'd love to hear about what's on your bucket list. So hop over to Instagram and send me a DM. As always, all of the details from today's episode can be found in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 83. And if you want more support taking your bucket list ideas and turning them into adventures, an ideal week and a weekly planning session are two things that can make those adventures a reality. Learn how to design your ideal week and do a weekly planning session inside Get a Game Plan, three steps to design your winning week. You can enroll for only $47 over at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash game plan or by visiting the show notes. All right, that's it for today. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.